What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. We'll be breaking down all the top news and headlines in the space. Also kicking things off with an interview, talking about an upcoming project that should be on your radar. Also, we've got some Twitter spaces drama to talk about. I know everyone in the NFT sector loves some drama, and boy, did we get it last night. Uh, and we'll also be showcasing so rare NBA NFTs later on in the show, bringing on my man Money Mitch to open up his pack and find out who he got and to set his lineup ahead of this week's competition. So jam-packed show today. Don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. <laughs> All right, everyone, as I said, this is the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. Also want to highlight our upcoming crypto event being held in New York City on December 7th. Let me go ahead, though, and bring on my co-host and producer, Alyssa. Alyssa, what's going on? All right, not bringing on Alyssa yet. It looks like we're having some uh, technical difficulties there. But crypto event, December 7th in New York City. And let me drop the link in the chat right now, guys. Tickets go up in price after tomorrow. So if you are thinking about attending this event, December 7th in New York City, make sure to lock in and get your tickets. Now, that link in the chat is good for 20% off tickets as well using that discount code that is already attached. Uh, and let everyone know when you buy your ticket that you were sent there uh, by Chris on the roadmap. And we appreciate the support. Can't wait to see everyone in person in New York in December. Well, while we're waiting for Alyssa and also for our interview um, later on, want to get into some news items. Uh, so one of the big news items I saw today was Lord of the Rings, popular franchise, of course, that many people know, uh, book series and movie series. It looks like we got Alyssa back. Alyssa, what's going on? My computer crashed and like I sent a message, right? <laughs> And then I pulled up the stream while my computer was coming back Did you back watch up. it? Yeah. And you're like, uh, I would uh, like to introduce my producer and co-host. And, I'm like, oh. and then I was like, I <laughs> guess not. <laughs> I'm here. You're here. All right. Well, Alyssa, let's kick things off with the news. So uh, Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you're a big Lord of the Rings fan, Alyssa. Um, you know, book series, movies, now TV. They are kicking things off with NFTs starting tomorrow. Um, so Warner Brothers Discovery, which has the uh, movie rights, is one of the first major studios to sell a movie's NFT bundle. So they will be selling Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring NFTs with partner Alluvio. Now here's where it gets interesting for utility. Each NFT features a 4K copy of that 2001 movie, along with behind-the-scenes footage, stills, and exclusive assets inspired by the film. This will be hosted on the Ethereum blockchain, and the tokens go live tomorrow. Um, I don't have a ton of details outside of that, Alyssa, but uh, uh, what do you think? Lord of the Rings, are you, are you a fan? Uh-oh, I, I think we lost Alyssa again. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Lord of the Rings, NFTs tomorrow. Um, you know, another great big company getting into the Web3 space. Um, you know, this is something we talked about on a Twitter spaces yesterday. Um, you know, what are these big brands doing? How can they get involved in the NFT space? And, you know, should they go in alone? Should they partner? And obviously, Lord of the Rings already has a huge IP library of content 
Um, so let me know in the chat, guys watching. Uh, would you be interested in Lord of the Rings NFTs? Press one for yes, two for no. Um, the big takeaway I've seen shared elsewhere is that really there isn't a ton of utility with this, right? The 4K, the behind the scenes, it's already, it sounds like stuff that's been released on DVD before, right? So, you know, you're getting it on the blockchain over a physical disc, um, but really, you know, uh, maybe you get utility towards future drops and other items, but otherwise, you know, I think this one uh, might struggle a little bit just based on that um, information, but uh, we'd love to talk to uh, Alluvio and find out more details on that drop um, soon. Uh, but, you know, it, it's nice to see these big media companies. So, you know, Lord of the Rings, we still have Disney lurking behind um, the shadows. We have, you know, the Marvel and the Star Wars library of content. We have Pixar. We have all kinds of different things. I, you know, I'm scared to say this again, guys, but we have Alyssa back. All right. I was like, at least say something so I know you're not frozen. I'm here. Alyssa, I'm here Lord of the Rings, fan or not? It's uh, it's cool to hear, I, but um, I think you were talking about how it's like you're already getting something that's been released. And um, what else What else are you getting with it? 4K copy, uh, behind the scenes footage. Okay. I don't know. They could have done something different. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're if you're like a a big Lord of the Rings fan, maybe this you know appeals to you. Um, but otherwise, I just like super big, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, or if you don't want to have a DVD anymore and you don't want you know a physical item and you'd rather have it on the blockchain, uh, then maybe it appeals to you. Um, but otherwise, you know, I I, I saw an article. I think it was on. Uh, tech crunch um talking about like wait a sec they already released this stuff like it's just the word nft now but it's already been out there um so i maybe, mean maybe if they did this way back when there was so much hype around just anything nft but like yeah they really should have done something different yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what like i was trying to get the the discussion yesterday on our twitter spaces about right is like peak bull market for nfts we saw like all these big companies and brands jump in and the ones that were jumping in then were kind of seen more as like cash grab you know striking yeah. while it's hot and now we have a bunch of companies jumping in during the bear market doesn't that kind of show that they care maybe a little bit more and have like longer term plans um you know so we kind of laugh it off right like starbucks is launching nft program mcdonald's is considering nfts but like to me if they're launching during the bear market like oh we even have we even have a trailer about this yeah i guess we do um <laughs> how many views for uh, is that forty seven thousand? Sixty-seven thousand. Sixty-seven thousand. Um, oh. <laughs> immersive oh. menu Ooh. okay <laughs> what okay. i mean like i yeah like i have a hard time like i don't want to hate on this but i mean it really just reminds me of like the the DVD, right? And like the bonus features or like if you get the like special collector's edition. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm back in early 2000s with the special menu, like where you can like play games and everything. The Easter eggs, if the you like Easter hit a certain eggs. button on your yes. remote. Yeah, this yeah. Is... No, that's spot on, Alyssa. Bro, like... they, are, they are in the past. Yeah. All right. All right, next topic. Um, let's see. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't look like we have our interview here yet. Um, let's get in to... I don't know if we want to touch on Twitter spaces yet. I feel like I want to wait. Um, just wait. I did the Azuki sales Thursday after you left. Let's get in to Logan Paul, right? Okay. And Oni Force. Um, so I've been wanting to talk about this one for, for a while here. So... Uh, Logan Paul bought a Oni Force last year. Um, it is known as uh, Bumblebee. And he made a comment. Uh, there is the K4M1 Bumblebee right there. I mean, sweet looking Oni, right? And shout out Oni Force. We had them on an early episode of the show when they were, you know, huge. One of the biggest projects. You can see it there, 50K 
um, mm-hmm. in total volume. Like, obviously, things have changed. Um, and this is one of those collections that people have kind of said, like, the, you know, it just kind of went away, right? Yeah. Um, well, here, here's where it gets interesting, right? Logan Paul made a comment, and he said, um, you know, that he paid $623,000 last year for this NFT, and it is now worth $10. So, Alyssa, $10 is like hardly anything in in ETH, right? Mm-hmm. So when he made those comments, I think the floor on OniForce was like 0.4, maybe less. Yeah, It is 0.64 now. If you mm-hmm. look at the volume below, it actually like it actually picked up, right? So Logan Paul actually kind of <laughs> led to some demand for it again, believe it or not. Um, but more importantly, 0.4 floor is like so not $10. No. Also, this is a rare Oni Force, right? So it actually, Alyssa just showed it a second ago. It actually has offers on it um, in the like, is it two now? Yeah, uh, two yep. one, right? So thousands of dollars, guys. So again, did Logan Paul lose money on this? Yes, he absolutely did. It is not worth as much as it was last year. But for him to say it's worth $10, like it's just another narrative that now the media is tackling, right? So I have seen a ton of articles, a ton of tweets out there, right, of, you know, this NFT is only worth $10. And again, it's just not true. It's just, it's a false narrative. So Alyssa, what do you think of that? Like when you see a comment that like Logan Paul's NFT is worth $10, do you just brush it off or is it annoying? Like what's, what's your thoughts when you see something like that posted? Um, I can, okay. If I'm coming at it, like from an outside perspective, like I don't know much about NFTs, blah, blah, blah. And I see that headline. I'd probably think, yeah, you guys are stupid. Like who bought these NFTs, blah, blah, blah. You know, like everyone's lost their money. But from inside, yeah, it's a do a little bit more research, maybe. I know usually that doesn't happen, but just by like quickly looking at it, the the collection itself, it's over ten dollars, you know, for a floor yeah. that's not rare. And this is obviously rare because nothing else is like that one. So I don't know. They could have uh yeah, it's a little annoying. Yeah, like to me, it just—I just feel like it's, it was uh, yeah, super we're m- annoying. Milking the head, milking it. Uh, yeah, and that the hard part here is that Logan Paul actually said it right. Yeah. He's the one who quoted it, so people were able to simply just say, "Logan Paul said it's worth ten dollars." So, yeah. like part of this, part of this falls on on Logan too, right? And like that's where I'm a little upset too, right? Because Logan Paul, right? He's an influencer, YouTube. But he's also tried to push heavily into Web3, right? He's yeah. in some of these collections. He was buying a ton during the bull market. Like, kind of shame on him, right, for saying it's only worth $10. Like, I just feel like he's just further... Yeah, influencers, they have a push with whatever they're saying, you know? Like, especially someone like Logan Paul. <laughs> um I'm not sure how popular he is now compared to back when he was like, you know, did the stupid crap he did before. But like, you can, he can, he could have like ended up hurting Oni Force or whatever project he talks about that he like jumped into just because yeah. like back then. Though it's like, I guess it's good to see like they're fine. Oni Force is fine. And I'm hoping that it actually put more eyes on the project itself because they're still making and push it like they're doing cool things still like sure people like the projects are worth less than when they first minted but they're still working and pushing new things out and it's really cool yeah definitely but that's what i gotta say about logan paul and about oni and also i mean oni like Alyssa, we've been talking recently about like project comebacks right like uh, pixelmon was one we recently talked about I I feel like Oni, like, I don't know. Like, I still just feel like this artwork is great. I mean, picture if this would have came out like the same time as like Azuki and some of these others, right? Like Mm -hmm. we were, we had a little bit of a bull run on kind of, you know, different style art and PFPs and stuff. And I think Oni was just, they were early. Um, 
you know, and I just feel like, again, the, the market went and, you know, I'm hoping it comes back. Yeah, that's why I've, yeah, I think I showed you this before, right? This video. Yeah. Um, core games, like, yeah, so, like, that's why I said, like, it's cool to see them still creating and yeah. pushing. Because their art is cool. They have, like, they're very story-driven. You can go back and watch the first episode of the roadmap, or second, the interview. Um, they're very story-driven, and you can see, like, they can, they made, like, what, did they release comics? They did, didn't they? They, they did comics, and they did those those frames, right? Yeah, uh, okay. And then something else. So I feel like they've done a couple, um, like, airdrops and different items. So, like, it's not like it completely went away. I yeah. mean, I don't think it would be, like, 0.4 or 0.6 if it completely went away, but... You know, I think um, I remember trying to I remember trying to mint these Alyssa and like yeah. the gas being absolutely insane to where I couldn't even couldn't even try because I was like no I'm not oh spend, yeah oh, I'm not, I mean this insane. was one of the biggest gas wars of all time it like, was this was like this was like back in the day when it was like you know you really knew how popular a project was right away Dude, was anyone um, recording their screen during that? Because I want to see it. Just how crazy it was. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. We, I'm sure we can find find old footage of of the gas wars. Um, all right. Next topic here. Um, that we didn't get to on Tuesday. I'm curious, Alyssa, to hear you know some thoughts on this one and to to talk about it here. Um, Super Bowl, right? <laughs> so last year, uh, or I guess last season, back in February, Super Bowl. There was rumors that there was going to be a Bored Ape commercial, right? Yeah. And we um, we talked about that on the show, right? Yeah. And, you know, it didn't happen. We did actually get a Bored Ape in a um, an eToro commercial, mm-hmm. but uh, not a featured one. Well, guess what? There will be an NFT collection in a Super Bowl next february so this is limit break um and this is uh digitaku so they are running a super bowl commercial 6.5 million dollars um that is a lot of money Alyssa. um let's start with that right 6.5 million dollars 30 seconds 100 million people probably watching uh money well spent or not um i can't say until i see the commercial it's how they do it if they if it's done well like uh what was it coinbase was that one that was coinbase did the the bouncing around one they did it like that or something really cool then it's worth the money but if they just i don't know i gotta see it (laughs) yeah it's just interesting that it's this 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 one right here this project this limit break that is like the first like you know push like hey we, we're doing a, a commercial with the super bowl yeah you'd think you'd hear it from someone else and i first. mean their floor price is uh 12 east right now fifteen thousand. um they have raised some outside money uh they've got some big backers right with some big history in the gaming space this was actually a free <laughs> mint um really? yeah this was one of those like insane projects that took off and they've launched a couple other collections now and i mean you just said it Alyssa. like if we had to pick who was going to have a super bowl commercial this one would not have been on my list yeah <laughs> like not in my top 10 and that's not to shame them right no. but just based on like money brand like it's a lot of money to spend yes it like is. you get a guaranteed audience but that doesn't mean i mean first off that doesn't mean they're going to love your commercial, right? Like if you right. have a Super Bowl commercial that sucks, like they say, you know, all news is good news, but like is it? If your Super Bowl commercial is the one getting made fun of or the one that's called like cringe, like mm-hmm. I don't think it is. And that's why I said like you got Yeah, we got to wait to see like what they're going to do with this uh commercial. <laughs> so, with that said, Alyssa, so they I mean, we're months out and they already said they're going to do it. Do you think we see other NFT collections launch Super Bowl commercials? Or is this like a wait and see till next year? 
or like uh, um, we don't want to spend the money to to do it? I can see a few. I'm not sure who, but I can see a few um, wanting or purchasing another a commercial. Um, I also see like whoever is doing the halftime performance. Maybe some projects are talking to whoever's performing maybe and maybe including a little thing on their outfit <laughs> of the project you know i mean there's a lot of things that these projects can do with the super bowl and i think instead of just the commercials but i think we can see probably a few more maybe yeah no i like what you said um I think we see maybe some companies working like if I'm Coinbase, if I'm some of these other platforms, like I probably want to try to use a board ape or like a cool cat or something in my commercial. Yeah. But like, I just don't see the collection spending $6.5 million to do like a, a full commercial. Right. It yeah. just, it just doesn't make a ton of sense um, to, to, to spend that much. Right. Like there's so many other things you can spend the money on and really I mean, outside of like your big ones, right? Like Yuga, um, you know, Doodles, Cool Cat, some of these yeah. others that have raised outside money, they, they don't have the $6.5 million <laughs> like to even to even think about it. So, uh, yeah. but uh, it looks like we're uh, we're waiting here to, to get everything finalized with our guest. Um, but while we're doing that, uh, since I know we're going to be short on time later, um, Alyssa, let's Let's dive into uh, Twitter Spaces a minute. So uh, we hosted a Twitter Spaces yesterday, right, with uh, some speakers for our upcoming um, event. And that was a ton of fun, right? We played Would You Rather. Um, and we talked about the event. We talked about the bear market. We talked about all these different things. Um, so shout out to our guest, um, Hunter Spotty. Post and uh, Discount Gasling. Um, it was a ton of fun, right? Uh, and But speaking of Twitter spaces, Alyssa, I happened to be listening in last night. <laughs> I saw a Twitter spaces at night, and I happened to see a familiar face pop in to the Twitter spaces by the name of Beanie. And here's where things got very interesting, Alyssa. You know, I, I messaged you about this right away, right? Yeah. Some people had no idea who Beanie was. Like, that's how long this NFT market has been going on and how people considered time and NFTs. It's like a year is like 20 years. And I felt so old last night hearing that some of these people had never heard of Beanie. Like, I remember Beanie, and this wasn't even that long ago. And so Beanie has a reputation uh, as being, um, you know, kind of a pump and dump shill person, right? He he got a lot of heat yeah. um, for different projects he was associated with. And love him or hate him, Beanie was a huge influence on the NFT market, right? Mm -hmm. He had the power to move projects by simply tweeting or posting or replying or being in a discord any of that stuff right that has kind of gone away with this bear market and there was a lot of comments last night about beanie you know being back is that is this the bottom is the bottom in is this the bull market beanie wouldn't be back if he couldn't make money right and you know this twitter spaces i listened to was simply just a lot of people just yelling at beanie some super ridiculous but i want to i want to hone in on this comment you've got right there Alyssa, from from spotty wi-fi who was our guest yesterday on twitter spaces if you think beanie made a way like a bandit wait till you hear about everyone he worked with that's still here and never left uh <laughs> dropping some some tea there and uh you know got my popcorn ready um, to hear more about that, but also like more importantly, I think it's it's a great point here that there are going to be scams. There are a ton of bad people in the space. Is Beanie the only one? No, he's not. There are there are more out there, and I'm very neutral um, when it comes to Beanie. Uh, and we're trying to get him on a upcoming Twitter Spaces or on this show. And I'd really just love to hear his transparency on everything, right? I think he handled himself well last night for getting screamed at <laughs> yeah, and absolutely just annihilated by some of these other speakers. <sighs> but uh, yeah, 
So, uh, but let's dive into that more uh, on a uh, different episode. I am excited. I want to get into our guest today um, because we're going to be talking about a uh, project that is launching and I've been following along with for, for months. And I am so excited to finally be able to talk to a member of the team. So it is my privilege and honor to welcome on to the roadmap, we have Tom. Tom, can you hear Hi. us? Yeah, I can. Hi, Chris and Alyssa. Thanks so much for, for having me. It's bright and early um, right here in Singapore time, so it's, it's good to be online with you guys. Yeah, definitely. So, Tom, we, we thank you for joining us, uh, Eastern Time Zone here. I know... Uh, it's uh, you know definitely a different time where you are at. So uh, we, we won't keep you too long, but I want to get into Greycraft and this mech project that is going on. So uh, before we get into the project, let's dive into to you, Tom. So uh, tell us about how you first got started in crypto and NFTs. Sure, no problem. I think uh, for, for me personally, you know, first got in crypto in 20. 19 when when gray which was the parent of graycraft you know we 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 actually collaborated with trezor to create the world's first luxury hardware wallet so that was really uh, my first entry into crypto i think that was 20 2018 actually um now then after that with nfts you know um 2021 nft just went crazy and I think as collectors, we were looking for, for a new space to be in. And then um, naturally, that led us into the world of NFTs. So, um, yeah, I sat on the sidelines for a little while, uh, while some friends collected some key NFT purchases, like that, that first CryptoPunks early in, in March, April last year. Um, but, you know, officially took the dive dive um, collecting and then, you know, turned that into, into a full-time gig. Awesome. So you mentioned Gray and Graycraft. So before we get into Mac, um, let's talk a little bit about Graycraft 1 and Graycraft 2. When did those launch and how do they kind of tie in to the new Macs that are coming out? Yeah, so great question, right? So every, every project that we've launched so far and will continue to launch in the future, right, all really ties into this wider Graycraft universe that we are trying to build. Now, the Graycraft universe for us is is um you know it's a way for us to tell like a science fantasy science fiction type story right and all the assets that we have Greycraft one Greycraft two and the new max you know they're all characters of 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 this wider story that we want to tell um now with Greycraft one so that really was our very first nft project which we launched i think in um june of 2021 now that was for us a way for us to establish some form of provenance in the market at a point in time, um, whereby we were the first ones, right? Because everybody was releasing PFPs and things like that. We came in and we we actually launched the first spaceships for the metaverse. So that was a, something that allowed us to be the first in something, right? Um, then we quickly turned that around uh, in end of August of twenty twenty two, I believe with the Greycraft tools. Now, the Greycraft tools are a fleet of uh, 5,200 generative spaceships, and that really allowed us to expand our community. You know, we kind of saw that, okay, um, there are a lot of people resonating with, with what we want to build, but Greycraft 1's only had 77, so we needed to grow our community a little bit, and we did Greycraft 2 with 5,200. Um, you know, we did 1, we did 2, and then, you know, realized that, okay, I think we have the right foundations ready for us to take the next step, which is to launch uh, the actual character assets, right? And that's the Greycraft mechs that are coming. So immediately in the short term, so that all ties in together because um, with the Greycraft ones, you will be able to claim five free mechs for every one Greycraft one that you own uh, and then one for every Greycraft two that you own. And... And, you know, for us, that all kind of ties in together in the short term. And, yeah, that, that, that's really what we are trying to build here. That, that's awesome. And we've got Alyssa scrolling through some pictures right now of these different mechs. And, I mean, Tom, I just got to shout out your team. Like, these these mechs look absolutely insane. Um, 
they, I mean, here's a gold one that Kevin tweeted yesterday. Um, tell us a little bit about the traits on these mechs. So it looks like 50 trade options, 24 variants, and, you know, over 8,888 unique combinations with these new NFTs. So walk us through some of the, the differences and the traits on the mechs. Yeah, sure. So, you know, for us, we we were looking at the things that other Mac projects did well and other projects, Mac projects didn't do so well, right? And our wide ambition here is to create the Web3 Mac franchise, right? We want to be the reference point moving forward. So we, we had to do something a little bit different and, and we were looking at what other projects did. And one thing we realized was that, you know, the... The, the Macs that were released in the past were not easily distinguishable. So because of that, there wasn't as much, you know, character identification. Um, there wasn't as much uniqueness across the collection. And so to resolve that problem, we actually took a much longer time horizon to build out the project. Um, and that required us to create essentially 24 different uh, Macs and Mac variants, right? So I think if you go to our pin tweet and you scroll down, you will see, um, you know, I think a rough snapshot of all the 24 that we have released so far. So, um, you know, that's really what we're trying to build. So it's like if you scroll down here. So essentially what we're, we are releasing is 24 different Macs. So, um, you know, we, we, we haven't, we, we'll, we'll leave some for the actual review day, but this is what we've, we've, we've teased so far. And and then from there generate out the NFT collection. So eight thousand eight hundred eighty-eight um, within that collection itself, and that allows us to make each Mac as unique as possible. Tom, do you have any? I know we haven't revealed all of them yet. Do you have any favorite traits or colors yourself that you'd like to uh, share? Wow, um, I, I like. I like to keep things sim simple, right? So I like the OG Greycraft Tree Commander variant. That's the very first one that we released. Um, you know, for for me, it's the the biggest sort of sentimental value because um, I think that was the very first Mac that we released, and you know that allowed the community to really, I think, at that point in time, feel very excited because oh wow, the the there's something here that we're trying to build that's a little bit different. And then that really set the foundation for us. And I think every Mac that's been released so far, um, the OG has always been the reference point, you know, that they, they compare it with in terms of design, looks, and aesthetic. So, Tom, you mentioned uh, that people that already own a Greycraft 1 or 2 are going to be able to get Macs. We also have the Mac list uh, with 3,303 available. So uh, talk to us about the Mac list, I guess, First of all, how do people uh, sign up or register with a chance to get on this mech list? Yeah, sure, no problem. So I'll explain to you the, the, the logistics behind why we had the mech list and then the principle behind it, right? So um, with Greycraft 1 and Greycraft 2 holders, so their free claims amount to approximately 5,555, uh, if I'm not wrong, um, um, mechs that they can claim. But the full collection size is 8,888. Uh, 8, so that leaves approximately 3,000. Um, my math is probably failing me. 3,000 odd um, um, NFTs that we would be able to sell to the public, right? And so, you know, with that, we wanted to do something a little bit different in the sense that we didn't just want to have a public. We actually wanted to curate um, for ourselves um, to maximize the number of people who in, in the community who are here actively trying to work with us um, to build the Web3 Mac franchise. So with that, we actually created a sort of application model on our website whereby you know, if you're interested in minting one of the Macs in the public mint, um, you, all you need to do is submit a, a, a short application. I think it's like three questions max. We've made it very fun and interactive, and you know, once you, once you, you know, apply, we'll review your application, and if approved, then you'll be selected to form the Mac list, and that allows us to, uh, create the Web3 Mac franchise together. 
So we're really excited about that. It's gone really well so far. I think every day we receive like hundreds of applications and they are really good quality. So I think one thing we you know we, we expected but it's been a challenge is that you know there's just been so many good quality applications and you know it's it's exciting to see the web tree space being built as we speak awesome well tom i'm happy to say that i am on that mech list uh, i put in my yeah. application a, a while back right like i said i've been following um since the graycraft days i actually remember when graycraft 2 was like a floor of like 0.12 or 0.15 or something. And I was like, oh man, I should get a couple of these uh, because you're going to be able to get a Mac 3. So there is me on screen. Um, so so talk to me about this Mac list. So I got on the Mac list. What does that mean uh, in terms of moving forward, right? So I am able to mint one of these. Do we have details on a date and a price yet? Yeah, so we'll be launching within the next month. Um, I think we'll we'll making a announcement of that relatively soon in terms of the full logistical details. Um, uh, but I'm not privy to share the exact details at the moment. So it is gonna be relatively soon in quick order, and you know that getting on the Mac list allows you to mint um one of the Mac NFTs uh in 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 the short uh future. So. Um, it will be a paid mint, um, unless you have a Greycraft one, Greycraft two, and then you'll be able to play for free, right? So it'll be a paid mint with with the price. Um, you know, we're we're looking to make it a relatively competitive market price. You know, I think the team, uh, needs to raise a certain amount of money to continue to build the project in the future. At the same time, we don't want to price out new entrants into the into the the community. We don't want to make it too expensive as well so i think it'll be the the middle to middle ballpark figure yeah perfect so tom in this post it tells me um you know that i've been accepted it also shows off a mac um when i mint i'm just going to get a random one right not the one yeah. in in this post yeah you, you, you'll you'll get a random one so actually what what happens is that if you go on a website and you apply um through the mac list right one of or, or the first question that that you'll get is essentially um i think approximately eight different macs and and you know you'll be you'll choose essentially your mac for your first mission right so that that's something really cool um and then that creates the poster that you've chosen yeah, I mean, the one that I got, I, I love those colors. I kind of want this one. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm probably not going to get this when I mint. So I'm going to have to look yeah. around on the uh, the marketplace to find it. Because, this, this uh, is pretty cool. Huh? I, I'm loving the colors here. Um, so that one's sweet. So, uh, Tom, before we let you go, I want to talk about the, the future. So there's a slide in your uh, deck talking about, you know, obviously our show is called The Roadmap. We talk about, yeah. you know, the future and projects moving forward. You guys have a little bit of a different take on it, right? It's our mind map and it mentions different items. Like we have lore, comics, gaming, fashion, physical, metaverse, and community. Walk us through, you know, what, what are you most excited for on this mind map? Sure, no problem. I think you know we we call it a mind map because you know when when I think about a roadmap, right? I I, I look at like um, five things that I fulfill in chronological order, right? But for us, it's a little bit different. A mind map is a way for us to um, chart. I think the constellation of ideas that we are really inspired by. So the different dimensions of the Greycraft universe. You know, for us, essentially with with Greycraft, what I think I'm most excited about, right, is we we have a story that we want to tell um and that seems like something that every nft project tells you right but for us we've actually invested a lot of time over the last year because we've been in the space for over a year now so we've invested our, our time a lot of time over the last year um we have a very uh you know small council focus group um within our community consisting of the core team as well as some um of our community members whereby we actively discuss, you know, what will our law look like. And we actually go into a lot of details whereby um, we actually, we've actually plotted out season one of our law, right? What does it look like, right? And and then carving out that season into the different dimensions of our mind map. So whether it's gaming, 
you know, for example, if there's a couple of battle scenes, maybe the best way to flesh out the story is via a game. And then that allows us to tell that element of the story. If there are a couple of like plot development, character development elements to it, maybe the best thing to do is to to carve that out into like some form of animations or comics. So personally, I'm excited about, um, you know, seeing how the different dimensions are actually carved out. But also personally, I think what I'm most excited about on a personal level, you know, is actually seeing the physical collectibles because I think, you know, like you mentioned, the mechs look really cool, right? They look almost too cool not to be um, on my desk as a tiny figurine. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. And um, yeah, we, we, we have, I think, the right infrastructure in place to support that relatively quickly. Yeah, you know, uh, Tom, I've got this space on my desk right here um, that I think could really use a physical mech uh, to show yeah. up in the background while I'm on stream here. I mean, also, I'm, I, I think these would look great in comics, TV, movies, games. Like, when I first saw them, I was like, oh, this is a game that I would play. I mean, Alyssa, you game. Uh, yeah. What, what do you think, like, artwork and what jumps out to you uh, well, for moving forward? The first thing I thought when I saw these mechs was uh, Gungnams. <laughs> um, and I would, like you said, having, a, like, a physical figure of that thing sitting on your desk. I would stare at it all day. I would. <laughs> I know, right? So, <laughs> so you're, you're completely right, you know, like, you're, the first thing you, the first thing your mind goes to is Gundam. And, and that's a very natural place because for us, that was where the first, that, that was the first thing that went in our minds as well, right? Because um, to create this project, we were really inspired by the OG Mac franchises like Gundam, Transformers, etc., like Pacific nice. Rim. You know, th those were the the franchises that we grew up watching. So, you know, when we were trying to figure out what's the direction that we want to head with our own project, uh, Max was a very natural answer. So, you know, um, yeah, so, you know, we wanted to do something but we want to do something a little bit different as well. So our IP is completely original, completely our own. The, in the different mechs that you see, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight, right? They all come in with different themes. So GC3 is more of like, three and four are more like the hero type mechs. Um, you know, uh, five and six are more of like the tanks. So they look a little bit beefier. And then seven and eight are the ninjas. So those are will be reviewed on our review day. So, um, yeah, so that I think that's a very natural place that, that you went to. And, you know, for us, at the same time, we're also really web tree. Like you mentioned, I think, Chris, um, this looks great in the game and things like that, right? For us, it was very important that, you know, we support whoever wanted to create on our ecosystem. So, you know, with the Max, I think a lot of projects, they, they launch a project and then they give you, and then they start to build that full 3D body style because it's easier to just launch it as a profile picture. But we did the we did we did completely different in the sense that we started with you know full 3D models first. And that's actually allowed us to do different things, right? It's allowed us to um, do a little bit of uh, front loading of the work when it comes to things like gaming, comics and animation. And it's also allowed us to, you know, actually release the full 3D files some full 3D files to uh, artists within our community already where they've already started to build with the 3D files. So, you know, it's something completely different that, that I think no project has, has done so far. That is awesome. Uh, I can't wait to see these. I can't wait to get the hands on my Mac, um, both as an NFT and also a physical one someday. Um, Tom, this has been great. Um, you know, we look forward to this launch. Uh, I dropped the link to the Twitter for Greycraft in the chat. Hope everyone checks those out. And uh, maybe we can do uh, some sort of giveaway to get some people on that mech list uh, in the future. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, you know, Chris, this, Chris and Alyssa, thank you for having us on, on the platform. We really appreciate it. So I think we'll, we'll be happy to give away, you know, 10... Um, uh, Mac list slots to the, your community members. So, yes. however you guys want to do it, you know, as long as you 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 pass me, um, you know, maybe their 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 Twitter ID and and the and the Ethereum wallets, I um, we'll be able to add them to our backend. So yeah, happy to to have you guys run it the best way that you can.
Awesome. Let's go. You guys heard it. We're going to get some people on that mech list. So excited. Well, Tom, thanks again for taking time out of your busy schedule and joining us uh, at this uh, weird time for you over there. So uh, not at all. So not much. at all. 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Take care, Tom. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Uh oh, I kicked him off. Uh, all right, everyone. Well, that was so much fun. Graycraft. Uh, mech 3. I mean, Alyssa, you saw those. Like, those look just insane. I love the artwork. I can't wait to see it, you know, in games, on TV, as a physical right here. Yes. My little mech just chilling with me while I'm working. Uh, that would be dope. Uh, all right. Well, I got to bring on now a friend of the show and the stream, of course, Benzinga's own Money Mitch. Mitch was watching from the background. Ooh. Mitch, how about those mechs, bro? Yeah, man, those look legit, yo. It's like, um, I mean, it, it could be the new form of Gundam, right? I mean, we're all looking for the continued story. We're all like, mm -hmm. man, yeah, why'd it had to end? But I mean, <laughs> there you guys see it. Uh, there's always going to be new innovations that come from kind of what we grew up on. So can't go wrong with that. No. Awesome. Well, Mitch, I see that you have your Miami Heat jersey on because we're going to be chatting about the NBA. So on Tuesday, I announced and talked about So Rare, right? So Rare is a company that already had soccer and baseball NFTs, and they're going to be launching now basketball NFTs. What? what? So, so they started on Tuesday. You can get a free uh, star player and then 19 commons just for signing up. So you get 20 and then you get to enter contest, right? So this is like daily fantasy uh, with the difference being, you know, basketball, there's multiple games every week. So uh, they are breaking it down as the contest being Monday through Thursday and Friday through Sunday. So the contest kickoff tomorrow, which is why we brought Mitch on today he is going to be opening up to see who he got and setting a lineup. And also I will show off my 20 um, and set up a lineup as well. Uh, Mitch, just a reminder here, the point system, you get one point for a point, 1.2 points for a rebound, 1.5 points for an assist, two points for a block, three points for a steal, minus two points for a turnover, an extra point for a made three-point field goal, an extra point for a double-double, and an extra point for a triple-double. So a little bit of incentive for the players with double-doubles and triple-doubles. And also, I mean, I see those points, Mitch, and I'm like, this is kind of like big man heavy in defense, right? Mm -hmm. Like extra yes. points for rebound, extra points for block, steals. Oh, there's like... a reason why I got my man Butler's jerseys on <laughs> yeah. is because he gets those steals. My man's stealing from everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes All right. Well, not Mitch, it looks like it. you got it up on screen here. Um, yeah, let's, let's play now, right? Yeah, so you signed up, right? You're all logged um, in. Yeah, I haven't really gotten my comments unless they gave them to me without me even asking go to, them. Go to my cards at the top. All right. And they let's... might have. Oh, oh, looks like you did. All right. all right. I didn't even hit the button, but they all gave right. them to me anyways. All right. I tried well, to wait. I tried to wait. Is that is that Steph Curry first there? Yeah, that's that's the only one that I selected. The year one okay. edition. Yeah, so Curry. you got to pick between five players, right? Yeah. Do you remember who they were or not? Um, it was Stephen Curry. It was uh, Tatum. Um, and then there were some younger players that I wasn't willing to go off of. Yeah. Um, Tatum was is a choice between Tatum and Curry. I know Curry gets those steals and hits those threes. So yeah. I was leaning a little bit more to the, the Curry life. You know, I did not have Curry in my five, Mitch. Uh, I had Luca who I selected, right. I had Carl Anthony Towns. I had, um, I think Kevin Durant and I can't remember who the other two guys were, but I went with Luca, um, which you'll see my mine here in a minute, but let's, uh, let's roll through, uh, your, your collection. Uh, anyone you want to highlight or single out here? Honestly, these are the first time I'm seeing them just like you guys yeah. are. So, uh, you, we can see here on the first page, I mean, nothing that really stands out to me too much, right? Kind of older players. Is Al that Cade? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got Cade. You got Cade. See? Like, there you go. I'm a, I'm a Pistons fan. I would I would take Cade. So 
Yeah, I got some. You can see you got Jeff Green here. No, nothing too big here. I was hoping to get at least some kind of big player in the comments. Well, you gotta you gotta work your way up, Mitch. Gotta so, like, work our that, way. That's, that's part of sure. it, right? As if if you play for free, you can you can buy players on the marketplace, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, some rare ones, some limited ones. Um, these comments, though, you know, you get for free, right? Yeah. We all like free stuff and. Mitch, I love playing fantasy sports. I know you do too. So like, I kind of take it as a challenge of, Hey, give me these 20 free and I'm going to work my way up into some, some great rewards because I'm going to win some challenges. Right. So, uh, if you go up to the top, uh, where it says play play. and then click on, yep. And then you get to register for, um, one of these, I believe the, the contender. Yep. The contender. Yeah, the contender will be the one that you kind of fill in with the multiple players. And then the champion one, I think I can also get in with kind of more of a a top player here. Um, But of course, I mean, I I don't think we need to ask who we're going to pick first and add a player. (laughs) It'll be Stephen Curry, right? I mean, that's going to be easy here to kind of get him into there. Now I got to think about here, um, which one do I think is going to have a better time? Uh, You know, Mo Bamba. Or Al Horford, I think I can play them both. I think Al Horford still falls as a as a forward, so I'm gonna try my best to get them all on here. We'll definitely get Cade. We'll do Cade right. Yeah, get you our gotta guards get, you out. Gotta get Cade in there. Yeah, but then we can do uh, Mo Bamba, and then uh, looks like uh, within. Oh, looks like I, I already exceeded the cap there with oh, putting yeah. Mo Bamba right. there. Yeah, so. we got a cap to work with here. Yeah, I got to work, kind of work this in here. I think I'm going to pull him out. Maybe bring in Al Hereford. Even then, look at the cap. Look, you get way too fast, way too, way you too know what it is. You know what it is, Mitch? I think yeah. if you go back to the challenges, mm-hmm. go to the second one down. Um, Because then, so do that one because you get to pick an MVP, I think. Um, mm. Oh, maybe this is the same. Somehow you need to make Curry your MVP because then he doesn't Most count against player. the cap. Yep, right there. Okay, so Boom. he doesn't count against the cap. Now try it. All right, let's get the people that there we go. Getting. There we go. There we go. Now, see, now it see looks what like I mean? Got, yep. Now it looks right. like we got it here. Um, and then uh, what we got? Two guards, a center, and a forward. What do we need now? Well, let's go with probably Claxon. I like Claxon. I think you get some points there. Scotty Barnes also not a bad one there, but I think I got to go with 22 or lower. Yeah, going to have to go with 22 or lower. Probably uh, Brooke Lopez is probably what I'm going to have to go with here. And just to kind of get them all in here, it doesn't look too bad. What do you think? I like it. I mean, Cade, Cade had a good game last night. Uh, I was watching part of that. Let me pull up uh, his, his stats here. Uh, Cade had... 18 points, 10 assists, one rebound, one steal um, against the Magic last night. They won uh, by four points, Mitch. They covered that three-and-a-half-point spread barely. Just throwing that out there for any mm-hmm. uh, betters. Um, but, I mean, Curry. Curry had a great night on Tuesday, right? Um, and uh, Mo Bamba, he didn't have the greatest game last night. Um, he played, I think, off the bench, and it looks like he got a ton of rebounds and uh, but didn't score a lot. Um, and same with Horford. It looks like Horford, um, you know, didn't have the great. Like it's so early in the season. That's the it's problem. Tough. It's Mitch. tough. Like, I mean, we we lost last night. Miami lost. Yeah. Uh, but at least, uh, you know, I'm going to be looking for a couple players, right? I'm going to be looking to maybe purchase a Butler or a Hero. You guys know I'm a big Hero fan. He puts up some points, so got no problem with trying to get some purchasing going on. So we're going to we're gonna go play with this team for right now. Just, you know, just have some awesome. fun with it. Absolutely free. And that's the fun part. I didn't yeah. have to put a single dime to play the game. And, you know, we always say, right? You play to win the game. <laughs> My good man, uh, Herman. Uh, let's let's submit. There you go. We got we got one submit team that. in there. All right, and, and we'll see what happens. And right? you're gonna win, Mitch. And then when you win, you're gonna get free free NFTs out of it, right? So then you can make oh, an I'm even ready. better lineup next week. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, share my screen here. Let's do um, it. So this is my guys I got here. So Luca was the one that I picked out. Um, I got uh, Scotty Barnes, who you were just talking about. 
You got you got a squad there. Yeah, I got Mobamba too. Apparently, Mobamba um, is a popular one. I got Kyle Lowry. I got a couple okay. Pistons, Corey Joseph and Noel. Um, but I didn't get my man Cade um, or Jaden Ivy. He had a great game last night in his first uh, game. But I went ahead and submitted a lineup already, Mitch. Let's already. Take, look at this guy take, ahead of the game. Let's take a look. I did this because I was like, if I don't do it, I'm going to forget. Um, but uh, Luca, uh, Terry, Bamba, Barnes, and Lowry, Mitch, uh, what do you think of my starting five for uh, Friday through Sunday games? Not bad. The only one that I can save some on, of course, is Lowry because I watched him play last night. Man was missing his threes, but sometimes he's hot. Sometimes yeah. he's not. Let's see if he can get some back. And he does get some steals from every now and then. So maybe he gets you a steal or two. I don't I mean, think that's a bad one there. And then Terry. Terry is just right around the corner for me. I can go watch him play now. Yeah. The Charlotte Hornets, right? I, I might actually have to go towards the Heat and Charlotte Hornets game. You know I'm going to be there. Can't miss that. Uh, but we'll have to see how Terry does. Yeah, so Mitch, I was looking at him. So Terry last night, 24 points, six rebounds, six assists, one block, no steals. Um, I would have loved to see some steals, right? Because that's where you get your extra points. He did make four three-point shots, um, which you get the extra points for. So, you know, it's hard. And then obviously my my man Luca, um, last night in his first game of the season, uh, 35 points, nine rebounds, six assists, one steal, um, which obviously he's the star player I picked out of the five. So, I mean, I'm kind of counting on him to carry the team, right? And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see. But I'm like you. I'm probably going to look around on the marketplace, um, keep an eye out on certain players. Like I said, you know, Jaden Ivey last night, Pistons rookie. Um, you know, he had a great first game. Um, and I, I, I love, you know, watching him play. So, you know, that's the other thing, Mitch, it's being a fan. It's always nice to like have some players from your team that you watch that you like. It it gives you a little bit more incentive to watch, to care. Right. And all that. So, I mean, but yeah, you're scrolling through right now. I mean, some of these are the more rare moments, right? You can see the different color backgrounds. Um, You know, they sold some of the legendary ones on Tuesday, Mitch going for like thousands. Like yeah, I saw the crazy. Pur- was that the purple that background? Day. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you see, I caught that purple background. I saw it. Uh, yeah. Kobe White had a great game. Look at his card; it went up in value there, and uh, he had a great game last night. I watched him play the Heat, and uh, pretty good score there. So, uh, last score, you, you see, he's put up some numbers. Yeah, I'm gonna have and, to keep this one on my radar. And Mitch, great point. That's part of the game. Is like your cards actually gain in value because they like have stats associated with them and you see like the percents and stuff so like the more your players play and the better they do they become more valuable um over especially other the cheap ones right we yeah. saw how this is you have to play with the market cap right and yeah. so you want to find some of these cheap ones that have value because yeah. they're not taking away from the other players that you want to start right and i think that this is exactly why you're seeing this kobe white card kind of get that nice lift to 25 dollars and I'm sure it was probably like a dollar yesterday. So this is what it's going to be about. And I think that, you know, especially with kind of the fantasy, and I'll, I'll go go straight up and say it, right? If you look at fantasy basketball before, I don't think it had the full, complete gamification that kept people into it. This right here with the NFT edition, I think really might get fantasy basketball an NBA started really because yeah. it really hasn't truly kicked off. I've played some fantasy basketball in the past and a lot of what I've run into, it just seems like it starts becoming like all-star teams and you just can't really kind of build. This is what I see that they're getting right. You actually have to build and get up to having that good team. Yeah, no, I, I love that sentiment. Uh, I love that. And what you said about the salary cap, I think that's so important. Um, but I'm so excited to play this, Mitch. I mean, uh, again, I already watch sports. I love sports, but like, I just feel like this is going to get people more excited to watch sports, similar to like sports betting, right? You're more engaged. You care more about the outcome. And I just, I really like it. And I'm excited to see some utility with these. So Mitch, we'll be following along this season. We'll have you back on to check in on the progress of your 
comments and what you won, right? So you'll have to message me after Sunday to see how, how you did. I'm going to do some research this weekend. We're going to have yeah. to get some cards. So just stay tuned. Next week, I will be doing some, uh, I'm going to do some buying. So stay tuned for next week. We'll see how we get the team evolved. Yeah, and the kids have been watching basketball with me, Mitch. So uh, I'm gonna oh, have that's to see, great! Getting I'm gonna have to it. see who they want, right? Who they want uh, on our exactly. lineup, uh, and maybe they can help me submit one. So, but Mitch, uh, we're out of time. It's always such a privilege to have you on to talk NFTs, especially sports NFTs. Again, you love sports just like me. It's fun to chat, you know, with passionate people in the space. Um, so Mitch, we're going to end. I know, uh, you got some shows later this week. Tell everyone listening and watching where they can catch you on Benzinga's YouTube during the week. Definitely. You know, I have all different types of shows. If you are into trading, well, definitely, you know, catch me on live trading. If you just like to catch some market talk and you just like to catch what's going on in the macro environment, well, pre-market preps is going to be your place to be. And if you're kind of one of those degenerates that stays all day in the market day and loves to talk about the action that we saw in the trading day, well, that's going to be at the close for you. And if for any reason you're around midday, around 1 p.m., and you just want to go ahead and catch up with what's going on in the headlines out there, that's where Stock Market Movers comes into play. And we always try to get you expert opinions on that show to keep the perspective moving forward. Just like you try to do here, Chris, and bringing on a different guest from the NFT space, trying to continue letting you know about the trends that are moving forward. Definitely. We're all about trends here and all about great content at Benzinga. And like Mitch said, you can find him here on our YouTube channel throughout the day. Stay tuned for more great content coming up later today. And we will catch everyone on the roadmap next week. And be sure to get your ticket for the future of crypto. December 7th in New York City. Ticket prices are going up tomorrow, guys. I can't stress that enough. So if you're interested, buy your ticket today. I will drop that link in the chat and we will catch everyone later. Take care. See you guys. And don't forget, get your free cards from So Rare.